I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about thoughts on avoidant partners. But before we do, I just wanna let you guys know that if you wanna do get our help personally, you can sign up for a coaching on my website, askcraig.net, and you can do that with both me and Margaret. She just click on Margaret on the top to do that. I get a lot of questions on how to do it in the email. Oh, okay. And so I thought it'd be more helpful to say it up front. So okay. we're gonna talk about avoiding partners today, Margaret. Because right. Right. you've been taking down some notes. I've been taking down some notes. And the other thing is, I was just saying to Craig, some days I do four sessions, and if I do four sessions, at least one or two of them turn out to, avo to include an avoidant partner. Yeah. So it's a phenomenon we always have with us. And as we've gone on before with, at great length, um, that anxious and avoidant people tend to be drawn to each other. Yep. Um, and then exacerbate each other's symptoms. Not because anybody means to, but because that's just how it happens. Yep. Okay? Yep. So here are some thoughts about avoidant partners. An avoidant child learns early on not to rely on parents for comfort. What a sad thought, huh? Um, they learn not to seek comfort from anyone. Okay, so think about a real little kid and, mm -hmm. and how sad that is. Mm -hmm. uh, if they have tried to reach out for comfort to a caregiver, um, the comfort was not there. But worse yet, the, care the caregiver could berate them for being weak, for even needing comfort, and mm -hmm. told to deal with it themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay, so think about a little kid goes to mom, scared or unhappy about something and mom says just go play with your toys and deal with it and there's almost like a small amount of denial and gaslighting from the parent absolutely like you're okay you're yeah, gonna be fine. fine don't you're worry fine. about yeah. it you don't don't worry about it right. go 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 play go do yeah right, right. and so they try and uh take you out of your own feelings there in other words yeah your feelings either shouldn't exist or aren't right or you shouldn't have them yeah yeah and it's but they a, take you out of your own reality. Absolutely. That's a good point, Craig. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so, yeah, that could leave you not even knowing if you were supposed to have any emotions at all, mm -hmm. or if your perception of, of reality is correct. And that always brings me to my least favorite advertisement, which is still on television, where the woman is talking to her cat, okay? The cat's on, draped over her shoulder, and she's having a nice chat with the cat. And the child yells, I cut myself. Uh, and mother says, well, go get a Band-Aid. You know where they are. And then the kid yells back, but I'm, I'm really bleeding a lot. And mother responds with, we'll get two. But no attempt, mm -hmm. you know, to comfort or aid or assist. I mean, the cat was being better treated. Mm -hmm. you know? um, so what avoidant children learn early on is that it's much safer to rely on yourself than anyone else. 
because not only will you not get what you need, but you might even get in trouble for having needs. And you're just going to be disappointed anyway. And you're just going to be disappointed anyway. Um, Avoidant people are taught never to show the outside world what you want. Things like closeness, affection, or intimacy. Not only will you not get it, but the person may be angry and turn away from you. Mm-hmm. Avoidant grown-ups will often tell their partners that they are too clingy or too needy or want too much from them. Okay? So if you try to, you know, expect anything or lean on your avoidant partner, that may be very upsetting to them because they don't know how to give it. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Avoidant adults are so overwhelmed by trying to manage their own needs and feelings, they often don't pay much attention to the needs or feelings of their partner. And the partner will say, doesn't he or she know how hurtful this is to me when they disappear for three days or don't respond? Or, um, And my answer to that is they're probably so overwhelmed by their own needs mm-hmm. Um, that they don't stop to think of yours. Some avoidant people have no intention of behaving like that toward their partner, don't mean to be hurtful, and sometimes can hear, you know, these are my needs. Yeah. Okay, so you have to speak up and tell them. Yeah. Okay. Um, Some suggestions on how to handle things. Don't take it personally, which is almost impossible. Yeah. um, But it's a goal. All right. This person's difficulty. You mean that, the anxious person? Don't right, take it right. personally. Yeah, don't yeah. take it personally. Uh, this person's problems come from early in their lives and are not really about you. Okay? It's more likely that their problem is their parents or their early caregivers, whoever they were, and their problem is not with, with you. Yeah. Okay? But now, then, that's extremely difficult. Yeah, because the uh, anxious person is terrified they're going to be abandoned. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. then they get overwhelmed by their emotions. Yes, and, and then you have a real disaster when people stop talking to each other all, all, all together. Yep. All right. One thing is, okay, don't take it personally if you can possibly avoid it. Even if you can only do that in your head, it's better than not doing it at all. Don't they know how much they're hurting me? And the answer is, unfortunately, probably not. All right? Mm -hmm. Um, Be reliable. Do what you say you will do when you say you will do it. Because remember, they have never found anyone else to be reliable. Mm -hmm. Their parents weren't reliably there for them. Give them space if they ask for it or need it. And encourage them to ask. In other words, if you need some space to yourself, that's fine. Just ask me. Just tell me that you need it. And you can have it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And to get an avoidant to do that is usually they're amazed when you even realize that they need it. And to get them to ask is a real step in the right direction. Yeah. Okay? Um, Don't ever push too hard for more closeness or for them to talk about feelings. Getting close can trigger the fight flight, or freeze response in an avoidant person. And I was just sharing with Craig earlier. I had never thought about that before. What had been clear to me is if the avoidance starts to get too close, that they can get really terrible anxiety and feel very uncomfortable. But I had not thought about it as being so traumatic as to trigger the fight, flight, freeze response. And it makes sense because they will often then freeze. Mm-hmm. Okay, shut down on you altogether. 
And this is especially important not to do this in a breakup. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, yeah. when you're in a breakup, you really got to make sure that you're not pushing and right. some an avoidant to talk about That's their right. feelings. No, or anything <laughs> else. Or if they've broken up and they're making contact with you, don't press to see them. Yeah. And I I have come across that several times in the past couple of weeks. Well, do you think she backed off again because I really pressured her for a date to go out to dinner? Yes, I do think that's why she backed off. Yeah. 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 You know. Um, okay. The other thing is that if you're in a relationship with someone who's avoidant and you really care about them, the unfortunate thing that can happen is that their wish and need to withdraw can end up being almost emotionally abusive, not even almost emotionally abusive. It can turn out to be emotionally abusive. And you have to have some point where you're willing to say, too much is too much. Okay? And that's not easy to do. It is not easy to do. And the other thing that I find myself saying again and again to anxious people who are with and avoidant is that people are afraid to set any boundaries with the avoidant or to challenge them in any way because they feel like the relationship is fragile and that if they set any boundaries that this person's just going to disappear when it's very likely the other way around if you say you know I can't handle it when you back off for three weeks once a month or every two months we get along fine we have a great time and then all of a sudden you don't tell me what the problem is and you just disappear for two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. I can't handle that. So if we're not going to be able to find a way to work that out, then this relationship isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. That's probably not going to drive the avoidant away for more than a couple of days. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, I just want to reiterate, we're not talking about if you're in no contact to no. reach out and tell your ex these things. No, no, no. We're talking no. about if you're in the relationship and you're trying to master Absolutely. how to balance a relationship with somebody that is more Absolutely. avoidant. Absolutely. Yeah. And if they reach out to you and you are broken up, then you can certainly say anything that you need to. Yeah. Um, well, you don't want to come on too strong. We don't want to say, oh, no, <laughs> never, never, never. Um, I was saying to somebody the other day, with an avoidant, less is more, okay? Yeah. Um, and a lot of that, you know, just means the anxious person has to manage their own internal anxiety. state, which is yeah. incredibly difficult incredibly to do. Incredibly difficult. It takes a lot of hard work to do that. And when you don't do enough of that personal growth, you regress go back into those old ways. Right, so that you're panicked. Mm -hmm. um, which, of course, scares the avoidant person yeah. out of their wits. Um, so, yeah, less is more mm -hmm. with an avoidant. You can't, you can't be too gingerly, um, but you can't come in too strong either. Yeah. Okay, so that's some really helpful stuff. Uh, those were all thoughts that Margaret put together yes. based on all of our calls and talks yes. about this stuff. Hopefully you found it helpful, and of course... When you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. And of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, Go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, 
click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.